0: Hello and welcome to Mysteries of Batkalim. I am your co host, Judah Eisman, joined as always by Ethan Gipsman, two Technio medical students. Ethan, when's the next time you're going to be in Batkalim? Excellent question. Uh, People
1: are clamoring for sure. the answer. You're not the first person to ask. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back tomorrow morning.
0: Okay, fair. We'll you tomorrow morning
1: means tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. So push, the following day, but this time I think it's gonna to mean tomorrow.
0: Push it off a couple of weeks. It won't be a big deal. Uh, <laughs> you will make it back eventually. I have We've got part. a <laughs> Yeah, we've got a packed uh packed show today. We're joined by uh Sackler medical student, Shui Merkin, to address uh the Sackler Medical School's response to the corona pandemic and just talk about his general life. We've got a New mystery as always, as always, and we've got um, uh, we've got a we respond to a conspiracy theory and all, and dating tips to finish it all off. But first, we have an ad. This week's podcast is sponsored by Jerusalem Tap Water, the best tap water that you will find. I've been told personally by many people personally that first two weeks you're going to vomit a couple times, but then it is great. Uh, after that, you will love the tap water that you drink. Can we go off on a little bit of a tangent here and say, Ethan, I'd say drinking Jerusalem tap water is similar to the way dogs eat poop. You know how some dogs eat poop? They say it fights their, di- helps build their digestive, uh, the uh, bacteria in their digestive system. You drink Jerusalem tap water, better chance you're fighting off coronavirus. Um, to be honest, I I think d- yeah,
1: I've ever heard that dogs eat poop, but I'll take it Alright,
0: uh, So... I think it's pretty uh, factual. I also, one of our
1: I've also owned dogs my whole life. You never seen the meat poop? Could be that I just wasn't watching, but oh, yeah, the word for it.
0: Um, I don't know. I owned a dog too. I didn't see any poop. I saw this on the Internet, though, so it's probably.: pretty also, it's
1: true. It's got to be true though.
0: Yeah, either way, Jerusalem tap water, the healthiest tap water that you can drink, get yours now at a cheap imported price. Jerusalem tap water. It may only have some sand in it. OK. Let's make it hot. This night
2: ain't for the pain of heart, for the pain of heart, for the pain of heart. This night ain't for the pain of heart. the promised land. It's not we
1: got the evil hand And the evil hands on blaze a day. when the wicked play do Okay, welcome to Mysteries of Vacaville. This week's mystery is four letters. S-E-L-K, Selk. You may have seen it graffitied on a garbage can or some poles or just buildings across Botgelim. Uh What does it mean? Why is it there? Who knows? I don't know. No clue. <laughs> from uh, from a, a veteran of uh, Batgaleem, Daniel Kaplan, we've heard that it is the uh, tag sign of the local Russian mafia um, but that's our only source so what do you think Judah
0: um, I don't know I really I feel like it's something written in Russian but also I feel like it's not something written in Russian and that it's just them kind of going for it you know well it can not be Which, Russian like,
1: Russian is uh, different, different letters it's a different alphabet
0: oh shoot no, uh, but some of them are. Really, you know? mm-hmm, so, oh, we need a Russian expert on this. We need to get like Hannah Piskin or Jonah Rosen on this. Uh, um,
1: okay. Shoot. What does what Wikipedia have to say about Selk? Uh, <laughs> a few things here. Six things Selk, as a four letter acronym, the Independent Evangelical Lutheran Church of Germany. Ooh, maybe. So, maybe. Evangelisch Lutherisch Kirche.
0: Okay. No We'll we'll put that one on the on the uh, side. Circuit, S e r k e t
1: k e t, an ancient Egyptian scorpion goddess. Oh, awesome. Scorp-
0: well, probably. Uh, yeah.
1: Jeez. Um, Selk, Germany, a town in Schleswig Holstein, Germany. A lot of German connections here. Uh, Interesting. Selk. A sleeping bag with arms and legs, also known as a selk bag, supposedly relating to the Selknam tri- tribe, indigenous to Tierra del Fuego and other parts of Patagonia. So um, that just
0: sounds like a blanket that they, meet, that they were a hipster about. They called it a selk. Uh,
1: selk referring Not,
0: to... That sounds like a snuggy.
1: Selk referring to King Scorpion or Scorpion II, the second of two kings so named of Upper Egypt during the Proto-Dynastic period. Uh, so that one sounds like... Egypt. That one
0: sounds a bit too fantastical.
1: Uh, Selk, an impact impact crater on the moon Titan, which if I'm not mistaken is a moon of Saturn.
0: Well, okay, Mr. Middle School. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I just like two
1: the, things. There's, there's a wide array of Selk related things here, but uh, a few of them are super awesome things. Uh, Egyptian scorpion goddess, uh, a tribe in a okay. place called Tierra del Fuego, which, if my Spanish is correct, means land of the flame or land on fire. I thought that
0: was Tierra of Fire.
1: And then maybe. Selk referring to King Scorpion. I mean, Selk sounds like the way to go. So maybe they're they're
0: it could be just an alpha thing. They're like establishing their territory as alphas. Could be. That they're going like, we're Selks, bro. That's what we do. I do know this, that the Russian mafia was apparently harassing the flower lady. Um, They wanted her to play a, to pay a protection fee. And I was like, when I heard that, I was like, if that Russian lady needs help, I am on it. She's the bomb. Where did you hear that? I heard it on the, on the road. I heard it on the, on, on the corners. The murmurs. It's the word on the street? That's the word on the street. And let me tell you, if those guys start getting at the Russian, the, the, uh, the flower lady, I got her back.
1: That's Why all I'm saying. Harass the flower lady. What has she got to do with anything?
0: They want her to pay protection. They want her to pay them a protection fee.
1: What does she need protection from?
0: You know, like all mafias. I guess so. Sure. I don't know. I haven't watched enough New York crime shows.
2: Flower yeah,
0: I think that's what works.
1: works. Like the flower lady from that movie, The Town, where the, the flower, spoiler alert, the flower guy is like, he organizes all the bank robberies. He's like the bank, kingpin bank robber. Okay. I right. Have,
0: haven't watched The Town, but maybe.
1: Oh, great movie. Ben Affleck, uh, other people.
0: Yeah. I heard it has good, authentic Boston accents, according to Bill Simmons. Of
1: course, of course. Um, yeah, like Blake Lively, it's a great movie.
0: Oh, Blake Lively. Uh, Blake of the Year.
2: Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, the so basically... Lively, by
1: the way, it's currently located, uh, it was a part of um, Patagonia, whatever that was, uh, currently located off the, it's the tip of Argentina in the Strait of Magellan.
0: All I know is that's where Mayor Hirsch went to go watch llamas and write poetry. I don't know anything else about it. Argentina. Oh, no, Patagonia. Oh,
1: so Uh, Patagonia is a sparsely populated region at the southern end of South America shared by Argentina and Chile. Chile.
0: Um, I really don't know where this South thing is. I don't know if the Russian mafia actually writes it. I know they have a house on the beach, uh, but that's about it. I don't know much about them. Haven't seen any of them. Haven't seen anyone ever go into or out of the house. Um, and I'm unsure what Selk is doing. Probably the scorpion things. That's my guess.
1: Your eyes peed, peeled for, for scorpions where you see the word Selk. The, selk, the scorpion lady, uh, the goddess of fertility, nature, animals, medicine, magic, and healing, venomous stings and bites. Uh that's it's the why. So
0: maybe they're invoking the scorpion wild. goddess?
1: Specialties.
0: <laughs> I really don't know, man. This one actually has me stumped. I'm not usually stumped on this. Usually I can talk my way out of these mysteries just by like talking enough. Eventually my brain produces something. But this one I'm really just like, I don't know why they write silk everywhere.
1: Now I'm going down a rabbit hole of uh, different
0: species. Okay. We'll cut it off. Basically, mystery <laughs> unsolved. If you, if you think you went down a Wikipedia rabbit hole, yeah, there's a scorpion called the the Death Stalker.
1: I mean, come on, how do you not go down a rabbit hole?
0: Um, if you think you know, you can either slide into our DMs on Twitter or send me a send me a direct message, whatever you want uh, on WhatsApp, um, whatever is the preference for you. But Miss Mystery Unsolved. We're gonna leave it unsolved. Sadly, unable to solve this mystery. All right. Uh let's move on. Let's go on. We're gonna to react to a conspiracy theory. Ready? So I heard this conspiracy theory floating around the docks. Um, uh whipping around. I heard it from a fair haired uh a fair-haired man, uh East Coaster, good guy. Um here it goes. Ready, Ethan? Sure. Okay, here's the conspiracy theory. Echnion was started by these religious people in New York, so they could get more Jews through the medical American medical system, so they could get more religious Jews in New York. So the Jewish religious, uh, so the Jewish religious Americans doctors could control the New York system, and then it would only be Jews in the medical system in New York. What do you think? say so, say that one more time technion okay. american program technion was started by started. These religious started by these religious new york jews okay so they could what's it called so they could get more religious doc medical students through the american medical system get them back doing residencies in new york so the jewish religious american um so the Jewish religious Ameri- So the New York medical system will be domi- dominated by Jewish, uh, by religious Jews, and then only re- there will be only religious Jewish doctors in New York.
1: Interesting, interesting. There's a lot of holes in that in that plan. Um, nah,
0: don't part.
1: <laughs> but but uh, it's not one that I've ever heard before.
0: I know. I, I was like, great, great theory. I think it might be true. Also, I do think the first part is correct. I think it was started by Jews.
1: Uh, yeah, medical school in Israel, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it was started by Jews. This, okay, sounds, well, like well, an, uh, this sounds like an Adam Krieger theory. Is that, am I no, correct? No,
0: it's not Adam's. Not Adam. Not wow,
1: Adams. okay. Uh, <laughs> hmm.
0: Okay, wow.
1: It's just uh, no. the majority of students here aren't religious, so there's the first biggest plot hole.
0: Uh, but I don't know. I think it's, I, I don't
1: know. And a lot of the students who are religious end up staying in Israel. Oof. And then you have don't. a lot of students, uh, uh, don't, how do you guarantee they end up in New York?
0: They all end up in New York. All yeah, Jews end up in New York. Okay. <laughs> you're
1: not, you're right. All Jews do end up in New York. It's a,
0: there it's you
1: go. a magnetic Sorry. force.
0: Yeah. Um, it's basically the Jerusalem of, of Jerusalem.
1: More or less, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Oh, this this checks out. This theory checks out.
0: Okay, so originally I was like, maybe not true. I was like, this sounds ridiculous. So I was like, whoa, let me be woke. Probably not ridiculous. I think it might be real. And then I had to say, am I part of the conspiracy theory? And I was like, uh-oh, rabbit hole. I'm getting conspiracy theorized. I am the conspiracy the I am the thing.
1: Do you feel yourself being pulled towards New York?
0: I feel like every decision I make is something like, uh-oh, New York's calling for me. Yeah, it's a problem.
2: But mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: basically magnets that like I forgot to switch it around so it will repel. Instead, I'm getting attracted to New York.
1: I hear you because, I mean, the, I, the, there's, there is a shortage of religious doctors in New York. Everyone knows that. It's not enough, yeah. not enough religious Jews to go around. So
0: the, I, think, I think there are too few Jews in New York. It's, people have been talking about this for a while now. They call it something like the Shidduch crisis. I don't know, whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? I think I read that in a book somewhere.
0: <laughs> I think I read that online. I think I read that on matzav.com, so that's how I know it's true.
1: Maybe Selk has something to do. Maybe it was started by Selk.
0: Hold on. Ooh, secondary conspiracy theory. The Russian mafia in Botkalim started a medical school here because they knew it, it would attract religious Jews, and they knew the religious Jews wouldn't fight them for land. And they would inflate the land property.
1: They, they the Russian mafia owns the majority of the property in Botkalim, so they started a medical school to, drive, to, to try and uh, gentrify the, the neighborhood. And they drive mm. real estate prices up.
0: Oh, I've actually, I think that one's true. Uh oh. Probably is. Yeah, probably is. Um, well, we kind of have to look into the history of who started the medical school. This is really starting to get to me. I thinking about it. Yeah, she definitely knows.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> she definitely, definitely knows. <laughs> it's true. All right. Well, I think we kind of solved that conspiracy theory. And it turns out the answer is yeah, it's true.
1: Yeah, checks out. All
0: right. We'd like to welcome on to the podcast, Shmee Merkin, a uh, five-time winner of Sky High Most Eligible Bachelor of the Year. Um, Never Sky High. I'm just gonna throw that. In. Yeah.
1: I'm sure.
0: Okay. Cool. And <laughs> yeah, also. Okay. Voted most uh, most athletic, second to Kawhi Leonard at San Diego State University. So, way to go, Shui.
3: It it was it was it was a peak of my life. I you know I hope one day to get back to those days, but we don't get back to uh, a time that's passed.
1: so everyone has a background. Shuli is currently currently finishing up his first year of uh, school at Sackler Medical School in Tel Aviv.
0: Mm.
3: You may have heard of the opioid crisis, perhaps. (laughs) That's That's Uh, us.
0: Honestly, first question, first question off the bat. um, This wasn't even on my list. I just want you to know, we didn't prepare for this question. When people say you go to Sackler, when you tell people you go to Sackler, you have a, uh, but we're not like that type of, like we don't support the opioid crisis, and you have to like get defensive about it.
3: So it was very funny. There was there was actually a big drama about six months ago because one of the second years, one of the second years wanted to make those like you know those like Patagonia jackets and like you can get your like your logo printed on it. It's like a nice thing. So they wanted to make them for Sackler. It was a big thing because some people were like, we're going to put you know Sackler School of Medicine. Then a bunch of people were like, I don't want to walk around the U.S. advertising SACOR name. Just write Tel Aviv University School of Medicine. And it was uh, it was Ooh. a drama. It was a drama. They settled on they settled on the Tel Aviv University logo, large, and then like very very small. It says Sackler School of Medicine, <laughs> and like I feel the, like you can go with like Sackler,
0: cross it out. Yeah, like a lot. There also
3: talk, last year. Someone petitioned the chancellor of Tel Aviv University to change the name of the school, and they basically just ignored them. But
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. it's kind
0: of like. Yeah, it's kind of like when a BDS thing goes up at at one of the large universities. Yeah.
1: I like it. Well,
3: I do. I and do. I like can send their list of demands to the president. are gonna.
1: I do owe some debt to uh, <laughs> exactly. the Sackler family because I I used oxycotton after my one of my knee surgeries. So uh, I just like to thank them for that. That was the the main the main uh, oh. drug that was from that pharmaceutical company. Anyone who doesn't know what's going on, just Google Sackler uh opioid crisis and you'll find like a New York Times article. So it's, uh,
3: it's good stuff. Oh, you you're picking up? Hey, what's up with yeah. the, the Wi Fi?
0: He's not in bad clean, please. Botkling <laughs> Wi-Fi. It's on un- it's unassailable.
3: Oh Ranana right. no, 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 Wi Fi. Yeah, that's already... yeah, no. hold
0: on. I have a first question. Um because one of the reasons we brought you on, Chewy. Do you have Hold on, Ethan, do you have a first question or should I leave with the first question? No, you go or? ahead. You go ahead. All right, I have a first question. First question is um, Did you, uh, when you were choosing medical schools, do you have any, what choices did you choose? Was it between Technion and Sackler? Is there a rivalry there? And was Ben Gurion just completely ignored? Or did you like look at it before you ignored it? It's an interesting question.
3: of the Israel schools, I was like, Sackler, Ben-Gurion, Technion, this may be controversial, current company, but Technion was on the bottom. Not because of the school itself. They just, I got a sort of, it's funny in retrospect now, Technion gave me a little disorganized vibe. Even though Sackler is like one of the most disorganized group of people I've ever met now. At the time though, Technion seemed like a little disorganized. Ben-Gurion, I was super impressed with. They were just, everyone was just really nice. They were really on top of things. Um, the interview went really well. They offered me a little scholarship. The whole going to a developing country for rotations seemed like a really cool thing. And honestly, like I was very set on going there, but then it was a combination of my wife was like, I refuse to live in Beersheva." Um Clearly, she never heard of David Ben-Gurion, the Zionist dream, settle the Negev. Clearly means nothing to her. It clearly does. Um, I guess
0: yeah. one of you. That's
3: cool. You That's know, good. and then you know the, like, the reputation thing. I felt was like hard to turn down. I was like, well, you know, Sackler larger class, bigger, very big alumni network. Program's been around for a long time. I shouldn't turn that down. Um, they basically went with Sackler, and then Technion. Honestly, I think they lost my application because I had applied early, and they told me, <laughs> yeah. So like, I had sent the application, in, in like October. And they emailed oh, me back, okay. we got it. You know, like we're not looking at applications yet, but as soon as we do, we'll be in touch. And they just never got in touch with me. So they probably just forgot, um, as I had reminded them. Was I'm sure it been fine, but yeah.
1: Not surprised by that at all. I feel like Ben-Gurion is like, I don't know, like the Canada of the Israeli medical schools. Like it's like, yeah. oh, I, you know, like no one is like, eh, it's like, do I really want to go there?
3: Uh, they offered me some money. I don't know. Is it enough money for me to go there? Probably. Yeah, now it's even better because Canada is actually like amazing and in so many ways better than the U.S. Right? Yeah, it's but like Canada. beautiful, and clean, and the people are nice, and it's like great. Right. But right. That's just, my point. Like,
0: that's my point. How,
3: how, how the, the reputation for being not good? Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. feel like Torin is for all like, those
0: Anglo's who didn't do a bachelor's in America and are like, no. Oh, so oh,
1: that's exactly my point. Why? Why I said it's the Canada. It's like everyone there's super nice and like it's clean and they're offering you money to go there. They're just like,
3: eh, you know, no, not, yeah. really. not gonna happen. Like we're turning it down for no good reason.
0: Exactly. Like, yeah, I don't know, but like, Wait, why? Does Does Canada also have Ethiopians? Uh, not Ethiopians. Sorry, Bedouins who like sneak into your apartment and steal all your stuff if you leave your door unlocked.
1: Probably could be. Yeah. Uh, okay.
0: Cool. So yeah, it's basically Canada. Wow. I heard it's,
1: I heard it's rampant over there. The the Bedouin uh. In Canada, <laughs> yes, uh,
3: yeah, Canada, I hear has uh, has Americans who do that. Actually, people from Vermont come and <laughs> sneak <laughs> out the border, and it becomes becomes Vermont
2: <laughs> Bedouin tribes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess kind uh, <laughs> of just bounce off of your response. My first question was going to be do you regret picking Sackler over Tefano and why is the answer? Yes.
3: Oh, interesting. (laughs) Nice. Nicely done. Um, so in some ways I regret picking Sackler over waiting to reapply to American schools. I think like that's the only question. Um, in some ways, yeah. Like, I know a lot of guys at Technion, present company included. It's a great crew. You guys seem to have a great time up there. Um, th- like, it, it it definitely seems a little disorganized. Oh, 100%.
1: You're, you're since the program's about, so
3: small, nobody really cares. Your be- concerns about the organization
1: were, were totally correct. <laughs> if that was if that's wow. something you were worried about, you, had, we're you were totally right to be worried about that. That is a valid <laughs> concern.
3: Well, think about it, like, Technion is like, Technion isn't pretending to be this super big program. They're like, yeah, we're small, come on, come on. You know about it. Sort of like, okay, like, I expected you to sort of not have your shit together. Sorry if that makes it not safe for work. Um, (laughs)
2: No, say whatever you want.
3: Okay. We'll, uh, we'll put a warning on that. We'll put that um, on that But the problem with Sackler is like Sackler is very impressed with itself. You know, everyone at Sackler is like, "We're the Sackler School of Medicine. We've been, you know, we get the best residencies." They're they're very impressed with themselves. So it's like we expected them to kind of live up to that a little more, and then they didn't. So I think that was more the issue with that. Um, yeah.
0: You're saying like Sackler's like. The frat party, filled with guys who are just being dudes, do- guys trying to be too cool. And Techneon's like the house party, just guys being dudes, having a couple beers, and like you know, people can leave and
3: come whenever they want. No one cares. Oh no, honestly, Techneon seems like Techneon's like a couple of bros who you know go up, get a cabin in the woods for the weekend with a hot tub, bring some beers, play some chill music, and just hang out. Whereas, you know, like, the SACRA guys are all like, yo, we need to go to Shalvata tonight. What's happening? Like, yo, like, I hear they're using Tinder in Tel Aviv now. Oh, sick. Like, Israelis are so hot. That's like, I mean, at least the guys. The girls, same thing, just flip it, you know? Um, (laughs) I hear they're using Grindr. Cool. (laughs) We do have have a gay guy and a lesbian in our class. So... It's actually applicable
0: to everyone. It's um, very nice. Yeah. Um, wait, let's get, let's get to the real reason we brought you on, which is to talk about current oh, events. Of course. Yeah. So I think each school had its own way of dealing with the pandemic. Uh, very difficult. I would never judge in such situations the, diff- the level of difficulty it is. But tell us how your school uh, responded to it, what, what your thoughts on their response was.
3: It's funny how you say I wouldn't judge. I had that same attitude for a long time. I was like, listen, it's crazy for everyone, like, whatever. And that's fine, but at a certain point, the, the kind of goodwill wore off, and I was like, listen, even in, given the circumstance, you need to make a plan, and, you know, you need to be doing something. Uh, overall, overall, I wouldn't give the school an A on how they've been dealing with all this. It started, it started with just that poor communication, even like right at the beginning, we were supposed to have a bunch of, this was already at the end of February, beginning of March, you know, right when everything was starting, we were supposed to have two really big NBME exams, um, anatomy and physiology, big deal. You know, people fail them all the time. Everyone's kind of freaking out. Meanwhile, so, so these were supposed to be on a Wednesday. Meanwhile, the weekend before, It was already, like, they were just starting with lockdown orders and everything. Stuff was closing. So we didn't know where could we allow back on campus, what's the deal with our MBMEs. And we heard nothing from the school. No email. These are, like, huge tests happening. And, like, Friday afternoon, like, an hour before Shabbat, they sent a thing, like, hi, like, you know, like, we'll be in touch on Sunday. Which, so, you know, everyone's like, should we study? Should we not study? Like, you know, like, you have to know. Like, you can't just waste two days for these huge tests a couple days before but like, they didn't tell us either way. Finally, on like Monday, Monday morning, they emailed us like, yeah, we're not going to have the MBEs now. Okay, fine. Meanwhile, after that, it took them, you know, so like switching to classes online, that happened pretty quickly. It was a pretty smooth process. It's easy. The professor gets on Zoom, shares the screen, keeps on moving. Then quizzes was like, whole oh, another thing. It was like, they kept going back and forth, like, we can't do quizzes online. We can't guarantee the integrity, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, we're like, okay, well, we've already missed a couple quizzes. You can easily give them online. It's just in Moodle, right? Just do it. For, like, five weeks, they were going back and forth. Now, we don't know. Finally, they agreed to just give us the quizzes the same way we had always had them. So on Moodle, we logged in, gotten a Zoom call, took the quiz. And it was, like, not a big deal at all. But they just spent weeks, and we, like, messed up our quiz schedule, just so they could do the exact same thing. Fine. And then, I mean, I don't want to go on for too long about this, but the most current issue, which is basically sums up the whole thing is that, and and how they just haven't been, like, they haven't been thinking, really. It's the only way to say it. So, like, so our curriculum is divided into blocks, right? We have five blocks. Um, So block three is anatomy physiology. It's huge. Block four was immunology and pathology, and block five was micro and pharmacology. So, those are, you know, those three are very hefty, right? And we have an MBME after each one. Meanwhile, now we've missed all three MBMEs. So, the school could have said, okay, we're just not going to do MBMEs this year, crazy circumstances. We'll make in house quizzes and finish up the year. They didn't say that. They're insisting on having NBMEs. They're insisting on not changing grading policies. There's not going to be any pass-fail. Same grading policies. They're insisting on giving us the tests. And even while the NBME, like, like the organization, has said that they're making allowances to take it online, Stackora said, no, we're going to give them in person. Right. So they worked up this ridiculous schedule where they're going to give us all three of the NBMEs starting August 24th. And basically, August 24th, August 26th, and September 1st, uh-huh. we're going to have these three massive NBMEs, which A, these should have been spread out from each other by you know like a month and a half, each one. And B, they're supposed to be right after we learn this stuff. Instead, we're going to have all three of them within a week, and it's going to be four months after we learn this stuff. So we basically need to completely relearn it. And so, I mean, that would be bad enough, but everyone was kind of like, okay, we tried to change it. People complained so much, they didn't do it. But now Israel is saying, you know, like things are heading back towards being shut down again, and the school has presented us no plan of like, well, what if we can't go back onto campus? Like, what are you gonna do about that? That's yeah. basically a summary of how things have been happening so far with us. But
0: rough. That does sound rough. If you had to do a, a quick PR one on one, like 30 seconds, what will you do for them? Like what will you change?
3: So I mean I think I think they sort of missed the opportunities. Um, like they had an opportunity to, I, to take decisive action in, in one of two ways, either cancel the MBMEs and make in-house quizzes or have them online. See, see, they were scared, right? Because they were like, oh, well, what if we make them online and then we could do them in person, which is stupid because worst case scenario, you have them online. It's fine. At this point, at this point, what they should do is have them online and they should space them out and we should have the first one in the middle of August and then two, two weeks later have the second one two weeks later, have the third, and they should just make them online and finish with it.
0: Yeah, we took ours online and it was fine. We had honestly had a similar thing with our Anatomy MBME, not our Anatomy MBME, sorry, Anatomy Lab, where we haven't taken it yet, but they're insistent that it has to happen. So it'll happen eventually, but we're just not sure when or if it will really, like, or when it's going to have to be or how it's going to look. It's going to be weird.
3: For sure. Did, um... Did you guys use like a special software um, on your computers? Yeah,
0: you just download the software. You set up the Zoom call. They watch you. You can't log out of the window. It's very, it's like pretty foolproof. Right.
3: So that's what like I even told our administration, like we had a Zoom call with the whole class months ago. And I was like, listen, like you don't need to reinvent the wheel here. There's easy ways to do this. And like, why aren't you just taking them? And they basically like, oh, well, whatever. And meanwhile, good for you
0: guys for having a Zoom call. Way to go.
3: Not yeah. every class got- you, you guys didn't
0: even <laughs> get that. We're guy. We're probably gonna head to like four or five. I'd say before the end of uh, before
1: the end of this. Yeah, we've got wow. two or three already.
3: Yeah. When do you guys finish for the summer?
1: Uh, uh, July twenty third is our last
0: final.
3: Yeah. Uh, we still have a while.
0: Uh, yeah, we, we now, got a couple. Two weeks. We got a couple weeks. All right, cool. So you're Sackler. Honestly, like, Leon's kind of similar, almost similar. Like, I feel like there's been more communication, almost. Not necessarily, like, it's been good communication, but it's just, like, more, um, mm-hmm. which has its perks, has its cons. Like, they tried to get all the second years back uh, so they could start the rotations, and, mm-hmm. like, they didn't check with the Israeli government first whether they could get in, and then, like, one of the second years had to call up the embassy and be like, do you know if we can get in? And the embassy was like, Ain't no chance you're getting into this country. <laughs> so they had to literally have to call up the administration again and be like, So bad news, can't get into the country. <laughs> and they had to audible something,
1: like, the second. That's day. something the administration should have done beforehand. But I mean it's yeah, definitely well, been communication. Know. I don't there's been communication, maybe not enough action. But also at the same time I feel like technique on students, just the vibe I get. I mean I've seen uh a fair amount. I've been pretty upset at the administration, but I also feel like they're generally um more easygoing overall.
0: Yeah. No. I think Wait, would, you
2: okay, say,
0: so. would you say Would you say Sac students are gutters more surely?
3: Um, I mean, I don't want to I don't want to do anything to stoke any kind of rivalry here. Uh, but I would say, you know, if I if I were forced to say, I'd say yeah. There's 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 definitely Gunners at Sackbar. Definitely. Tell us about
0: Kevin Reich finishing his whole Anki deck.
3: Ke- oh, Kevin Raitric matured Zanki? <laughs> big, deal. big deal. I
0: heard, I heard he finished the whole Zanki deck.
3: Listen, we have no like you know people a big move. A lot of the like a lot of the second years are doing now. You make a, like medical themed Instagram. That's big. So you know like. You make like a separate social media account so you know and, and you like if you're a gunner you do this you know and you start posting content about surgery and how you love you know you just want to uh, go for, so oh, like for surgeries that's
0: a good that's actually a good so a good way to get gunner
3: it. Move. wow yeah yeah um yeah definitely do you tell, yeah, definitely, you
0: tell definitely, them that Aliyah is the best way to get accepted to surgery residency
3: <laughs> i I've been telling people in my class that people, SACOR people in general, that's another funny thing. Like you have a lot of people at SACOR who, who like come to Israel and like, clearly they chose to come here, but they're super not into it. They're like, I'm not going to learn any Hebrew. And like, I hate all this like Israeli stuff. And I just want to go back to LA and that thing. And that's a big vibe, but it's like, bro, you're here. <laughs> Boy, you know, it's great. Um, Hi. I, I like, I honestly don't even think people realize that. You know, like, I don't think people realize that, like, legitimately, you know, like, if you really have your heart set on surgery, um, sorry, my friend just told me he left his keys Um, I think that's a very legitimate thing, that, like, if you have your heart set on surgery, um, it, it would for sure be easier to do here, and, you know, like, that could be a good way to, a good way to make it happen. Has
1: the administration <laughs> given you any trouble about,
3: uh, thinking of staying in Israel? Oh, the administration hates when you say you want to stay in Israel. It's like... They're very not into it. They I literally... Like, oh. Meaning, like, it's not even discouraging. It's, like, the second you even bring it up, they, like, shoot you down and, like, scare you into never talking about it again. Like, I remember last year, I was going to make Ali Al when I first came to Sackler, because I was like, oh, it just seems to make sense. Whatever, right? Um, hashtag do it for the benefits. Hashtag live in the dream. Um, and... Mm. I asked the, like, financial aid director, and he was like, no, this program is not for people who want to make Aliyah, and I tried to kind of pursue. I was like, okay, no, I understand, but, like, it would make sense for me, and, like, how would it work with loans, and it was basically just like, no, like, we're not talking about this, sorry. I was like, oh, okay, and then I tried asking another person, and she said the same thing. It's like, our program is not for Aliyah, with, like, no explanation why. I was like, oh, but, like, even if I'm planning on coming back to the States, they're like, no, you can't make Aliyah. So they are not not for it, and you know. I know we could probably talk for hours about all the, you know, there's all the stories of and the the laws about limiting the amount of spots, and I don't even know what's true, and what's not anymore. But
1: I mean, they I mean, they legally can't do anything to you if you make aliyah. So I mean, it makes sense to do it for the financial reasons if you plan on coming back to live in Israel, even if you do residency in America. For um, sure. Speaking of uh, uh, slots, are the rumors? Is there any truth to the rumors about doing rotations in Cyprus?
3: Uh, no. Short answer. At least, not that I know of. I mean,
0: ooh,
3: interesting. Nobody have been
0: running rampant. I just want you to know. I've been telling everyone.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Um, To my knowledge, no. I um, I don't know of anyone who who had to do that. Um, and like nobody's even been talking about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Maybe That's disappointing. Bring it on you before when it's. I actually heard.
3: Out. I heard a rumor that Tefnion students are going to Morocco to do their rotations. Oh, yeah. sick! Sure. Awesome.
0: <laughs> Honestly, top five places I want to go do random rotations: one, Africa. Yeah. Two, um, just the whole continent. Two, you know something in Australia. It. Yeah. Three South Africa. Um, Same continent. And then honestly, America's like fourth.
3: Ethan, do we think he knows that South Africa is part of Africa? Yeah. I don't think
1: he he realized.
0: I have all (laughs) South African friends. Man, I'm woke.
3: Oh, that would be sick. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. uh...
0: And then would be like, I don't know, France. It's like the fifth one.
3: Yeah. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. No, that was that was a big pull about going to Ben-Gurion. You know, like, they make it sound really great. You know, you go to India, you go to Ethiopia for a few months.
0: Seems very cool. Yeah, we got it. Ben-Gurion was the place you wanted to go. Um, they don't have accreditation, though. You realize that, right?
3: So, I heard that. So, like, that was another, like... Even at the time, I could tell, like, it's sort of taking a risk. And, like, they mark... Honestly, it's funny, because I was... I'm actually pretty close with the head of admissions. Or he's like on the admissions committee there. I actually shadowed him when I was at Yu. Texia. Great flex. Yeah, big flex. <laughs> but because like he asked me like when I told him that um, you know I'm I'm going to go to Sackler, he um he asked me you know just kind of like like uh, for his own uh, edification what made me choose that, and I said a big thing. You know like when you're driving down Route Four, driving into TNEC from the Heights, and you see no, like the board for I'm Yu. Uh, Fair.
0: I can relate. Please like, continue
3: the story. Shut up, Judah. No, nah, fair enough. I'm just, I like, know
0: exactly what
3: you're talking about. I would say, like, you don't see, like, Harvard and Yale don't advertise on billboards. So, you know, like, you don't want to go to the university that needs to advertise themselves. Like, you want to go to the place that doesn't need to advertise. So, like, I would get all these targeted ads on Facebook, on Instagram, from from Ben Gurion. I would get, you know, whatever. Like, I would get these email blasts from them and i was like just psychologically you know like you don't want to go to the medical school that's like putting the ad on the subway you know like
1: well that also could be because why you sold your email address
3: very possible
1: i mean they <laughs> know for 100% that they did do that but that's besides the point interesting
0: yeah i don't know well, yeah you don't you don't, don't want to go to you don't want to go to the school that's advertising next to like the place to get your pillows and mattresses that's not exactly. the uh, yeah. That's not the place you want to see.
2: <laughs> place where you see. Your yeah, I, I
0: I hear that. I hear that. You got like suckered into the. You got suckered into the pull of Zachler itself.
3: Yeah, the okay, cool. does a good job, and like you know, like looking at it from the outside, you know, the kind of like lack of clear communication, and and like the website isn't great. But you know, like you have that mystique of not knowing from the inside. So you're like, oh, it's just because they're so legit. You know, like They don't bother with all that. And then you get to the <laughs> inside and you're like, no, they, like they just don't care, actually. And that's why they just don't really do that.
0: Oh, that is rough. <laughs> um, oh, you know, I was like going not to hate on Harvard, but I hope you don't become like this. But one of the things I, I, I not that I don't like about Harvard, but that hurts me about Harvard is that Harvard people talk about how they went to Harvard all the time. Um, I don't know if your Sackler people are like that. Do they, like, brag about how they went to Sackler?
3: Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know enough alumni to, you know, know kind of what they do, but, like, I don't think so overall. I think it's no, pretty okay, – cool. people are pretty chill That
0: actually my it. last question. I have a last question. Ethan, I don't know if you have any questions. questions. Um,
1: um, no. I have a last question. This I'm, is my last I'm question. Gearing up, my I'm last. gearing up for our next segment. Yeah.
0: Um. My last question for my last question is: What's the like? Te- Technion actually has like a very cohesive community, I would call it. Even um, like among all the students, there's like very much they consider they try to cultivate a community. Is there like a, a culture and a community at Sackler?
3: It's a good question. I mean, a big difference just right off the bat is that most people at Technion are, are more religious um, and the smaller class. We're- it's the combination of that. And the third thing, kind of these three things come together. So more religious, smaller, and there's nothing else to do in Haifa, right? So like everyone chills with each other and, you know, like it's a very tight
1: community. I think that is the key there. There is nothing else to do in Haifa because even the non-religious students are also, there's a sense of community.
3: Right. So, you know, it's like everyone on Shabbat, like what else are you doing besides for like hanging out with each other and, you know, going out. But in Tel Aviv, A, it's a much bigger class. There's so much going on in Tel Aviv. People, oh, you know, my friend on this program is here. My, you know, this. So, like, people are more spread out. Definitely people in our class are very tight and people hang out. But most of our class isn't religious or, you know, is not Shomer Shabbat. So that's kind of a big, Oh, meeting has been upgraded by the host. Look at you guys. Fancy. Unlimited (laughs) minutes.
1: (laughs) All right. (laughs) Sometimes Zoom Zoom does that on its own for free. Please don't <laughs> pay for that, please. Because I uh,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, a paid podcast. The extra money for this one, Julie. It's true. We paid, for,
3: paid for by our sponsors? Yeah.
0: Yep. Oh, wait till you hear who the sponsor was. I'm going to let you listen to the podcast. Um, oh, all right. We got, we got one last segment. We're proud to have you do it. I, I've got two married people with me, so I feel like I have some people who have some knowledge in this. We're going to do dating tips, um, just some tapes. Just some questions from the people. These are very real questions. Backed by that popular def- demand. Um, and def- <laughs> what? Backed by popular demand. Dating tips. Segment. Yeah. Honestly, everyone loves this segment. Um, all right. Uh, first question. Uh, when is it okay to date the ex of a friend?
2: Mm. Ooh.
3: Ethan, you take <laughs> this one first.
1: When is it okay to date the ex of a friend? Okay. Um, Excellent question. Thanks. Uh, I'd say <laughs> you have to divide their age by the amount they by the amount of time they dated. Divided by two. That's what I have to say.
3: And that's how long you have to wait. That's how many years you have to wait. Mm, I'm gonna say weeks. That's how many <laughs> weeks to you have like, so like seven like, years. If, you five, that five. if your friend's 25 and they dated this girl for two years, then you would wait 12 and a half weeks and, and then it's good?
1: Maybe days. <laughs> Maybe uh, days. Have hours it. minutes. Wait that <laughs> amount of days until you can ask if it's okay to date
0: them.
3: Yeah, uh, okay. Oh, I was going to say... I'm going to throw like, my head
0: in the direction.
3: Wait, Chewy, what do you have to say? I mean, it depends that, like... Are we talking like one of your boys, like a really good friend, or are like an acquaintance?
0: Yeah, that's my that's my thing. I'm like there are two different types of friends. There are friends you're oh, not allowed to, and then there are friends who are like it's okay to ask. Oh, I that's forgot like, you, have you also
3: have to. The, by this this by a great moment down. to bring in Yasi Lipton as a guest. Um, <laughs> next time you guys see Yasi Lipton, ask him about his friend tier ranking system. <laughs> Yasi Lipton has an elaborate system for ranking how close friend you are with someone and it so if he would be on now i could just ask him are we talking a tier two or a tier three friend or even Ooh, yeah wow Jesse
0: way to uh, go shout out Yossi lipton he's been on this podcast before on dating tips uh, uh yeah, Yossi, yeah i was, I was thinking about job. referencing his friend tiers as well he has a two. famous friend here about how you're friends with people in the why you calf and like oh, the whole yeah. thing is based Huge. on how you Huge. react in the why you
3: calf but I'm it, it also kind of what yeah no yeah, yeah it's a it's a great system for another time. Yeah. It also kind of works I, would, for this. I would say one year is my kind of hard and fast rule. Like I say, like you wait a year and then it's fair game.
0: Okay. Cool. All right. Next question. Hey guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> someone wrote uh, <laughs> uh, Um, I know one of my boyfriend's exes, and she happens to be a friend of mine. When should I tell him? And is it really awkward? I know one of my boyfriends. Wait. Say that again. I know one of my boyfriend's exes, okay, and she happens to be a friend of mine. Oh, when should I tell him? And is it really awkward?
3: Mm-hmm. I think you gotta you gotta bite the bullet. You gotta just get it over with. Like especially like if you're friends with them, like you're not gonna be able to just like you know have your boyfriend and your friend just like avoid each other. You know, eventually circles are gonna cross and like. If you've been trying to avoid it, it's going to be even more awkward. Mm-hmm. Just got to bite the bullet and say, "Listen, we've all we've all <laughs> seen each other in various states of dress and undress, and let's just <laughs> move on." Know each <laughs> other biblically.
2: <laughs>
1: biblically, uh, I was
0: going to say. I was going to say, and try to organize an awkward setup in the middle. It, it, the answer is yes; it is awkward. It's very awkward. That's what I think. And you gotta like organize a weird setup where you accidentally meet each other and run into each other. And then it's cool.
2: Dude, for sure. For sure.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, yo. Oh, you know him too? Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, so cool. All right. You're awesome. A coincidence.
3: Cool. So nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's how I'm in. All right. One last question. Yeah. Um, oh, perfect. Hey, guys. I live in the Upper West Side. Is it too mm-hmm. soon to start going out on dates? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the meat
1: market. I don't understand the question. Um,
0: uh, I don't know. That's it. That's
1: all we got. That's it? Okay. I mean,
0: I live in the uh, Upper West uh, Side. Is it too soon to start going out on dates?
3: Has he has he already had the like the requisite Upper West Side 10 or 15 hookups sort of thing? I don't
0: know if this is a corona question or not either.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, there's a number of um, different variables that can that go yeah. that can play here. I
0: mean, my first answer is if you live on the Upper West Side, it's never too soon.
3: Never that's too true. soon. Never too soon. Yeah,
0: and also it's yeah, never you too don't soon want to be left, left behind. What?
3: You don't want to be left behind, you know?
1: Yeah, if you're yeah, asking, if you're asking, is it too soon? It's already too late.
3: Exactly. <laughs> oh. that's, that's the way to say it. Yeah, bro, you are you are five dates behind schedule. <laughs>
0: Especially, you live on that Upper West. Wow, um, I was gonna say too. Like, you don't want to end up on that Central Park Shabbos afternoon, just drinking no. your five beers. That's not where you want to end up.
3: You know, you, um, you don't want to be that guy, you just like with your other guy friends in Central Park, just like getting high on the on the field Shabbat afternoon. It's not a yeah,
0: it's not, not, a, not no. the thing. Just downing pop brownies. Uh, yeah, good call. So I'd say get on it quickly. <laughs> That's the advice I give this guy. Hopefully, it's a guy. If it's a girl, also never too late.
3: Yeah. Hey Amen. Or never too early. Guys, I'm putting a dope babka into the oven right now. Mm. Just hope, uh, hope, hope the fans appreciate what's going on right now. Sounds awesome.
0: Oh man, do it for the grand, bro. Um, <laughs> wait, Ethan, you have yeah. any more questions?
1: We good. Um, I think. That's all. I definitely would love to have Shui back on with Yussi. I think that'd be that would be be great. That would be a a fire re rekindling the flames of the past.
3: Yeah, Um, very much. My my one parting note, I would say by way of just recommendation of ideas for future podcastery, you guys need to check out Going Deep with Chad and JT.
1: I've been recommended that before.
3: Okay.
1: okay. By a V. A Shout out A Viverucci recommended that to uh, me.
3: It is. It is. Um. It's a boy favorite.
1: So. It doesn't surprise me. That's
3: all
0: right. That's we'll cool. check it out and put it on our uh, as a uh, competing podcast there. Awesome.
3: Boys, I say this was an absolute honor. This is my first real podcast, and uh, couldn't think of better people to do it with.
1: We're honored that you consider us a real podcast. Thank you for thank you for yeah. coming on. Welcome
0: to being a white a white mid twenties okay. male.
3: I was gonna say, we're a free, free white money guys, it's, it's a
0: real podcast. Yeah, you know,
3: <laughs> just set up a Patreon and then we're really, we're
1: really, yeah, we're really, now, now we're cooking with gas.
3: I don't <laughs> even know what. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Like,
0: somebody got back. Everyone's got their own Patreon account. No. I'm too. still going. All, yeah, I'm still working on GoFundMe's. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Thank, you you so much, Thank, <laughs> you Thank you so much, Shui. Thank you for so much coming said. on. As always, yeah. As always, our Twitter handle is @ofgalim. Follow us, uh, tweet at us, DM us if you want to get some dating tips in. Vote in our uh, med school student of the week polls. Yep, like and share five stars, five stars.
3: Amen. Alright, All right. everyone.
0: Talk to you soon. Bye.
2: You look so fine, and I really wanna make you mine. I said you look so fine, and I really wanna make you mine. Four, five, six, come on and get your kicks. Now you don't need the money when you look like that. So fine, and I really want to make you mind. I said you look so fine, and I really want to make you mind. Four, five, six, come on, want to get your kicks. Now you don't need a money with a fix. You're gonna be my girl.